I should have done one about piss. Hi, welcome to Homicide. I'm bastard number one, Ash. And I am bastard number 33, Aerie. Ah, you went down five. I mean, I, yeah. I can't improve anymore. I, I feel like you've gone up and down a lot, but you know. Consistency is not my strong suit. Yeah, I know. I know a recording schedule. I'm barely on theme. I'm... I don't know how on theme I am. Because, like a dumbass, I never really put much effort into reading through what I talk about. Which is something I could change. Yes, hello. Oh my god. I guess if you went first last time, I should go first. Yeah, you should go first. Yeah, okay, so this dude, my dude's name is Donald Joel Aranow, uh, born in 1927, so... Is this the victim or the murderer? The, uh, victim, I believe. Uh, I'm 99%. Yes, the victim. Uh, (laughs) We're a professional podcast. We're not professional. We don't get paid. You're a professional podcast. I don't get paid. I pay. Yeah, so that makes you professional. How? Fuck, don't ask me to explain this shit, just talk. There's no money coming in from this. There's so much emotional validation now. No. Anyways. <laughs> uh, this dude was an American uh, an American guy. He designed, built, and raced um, some speedboats. He also built them for some famous people, including the Shah of Iran, some guys named Charles Keating, Robert Vesco, and Malcolm Forbes, none of whom I know. Same. Um, let's see. Okay. Charles Keating, athlete, lawyer, real estate developer, banker, financier, and activist. That's a lot of jobs. Robert Vesco, criminal financier. Malcolm Forbes, entrepreneur, whatever. And then also uh, George H. W. Bush and Lyndon Johnson. Bush won? Jesus. Yeah. Wild. Things are weird. Yeah, so he was... He was born in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, The youngest son of a Russian-Jewish... Of a pair of Russian-Jewish immigrants. He had two sisters. His dad owned a gas station and then a taxi company collapsed during the Great Depression as, as you know, as happens. He yeah. was good at sports. He got a physical education degree. Whatever nice. the fuck that means. But it's... It that means was in, he was going to be a PE teacher. Oh, yes. That was in 1948, so I doubt that's what it meant. I think it just meant he got a degree in running. I think I'm right. <laughs> okay, I think I'm right. Anyways. Um, after he graduated... Fuck, he worked as a PE teacher. I'm a god. Until he accepted a job at his father-in-law's southern New Jersey construction business. That has nothing to do with running. Fuck you. Uh, running timber. I'm gonna kick your ass. 
How? With my fucking feet. Good luck getting to where I live. Quarantine ass motherfucker. Fuck you. Keep going. Alright, so. He eventually established his own construction company. It quickly became one of the largest companies in New York. And at 32, he moved to Miami with his family as a millionaire, where he began to race boats as a hobby. Three years later, it became a... Hello? I wanted to say kin. Okay. Three years later, it became a business, as would happen with millionaires, which he sold two years later. I love that. What a man. And at that time, he started... Uh, what did he... He started this thing called Donzi Marine, which made the Donzi brand an international success. And then he quickly sold the company to another company called Teleflex in mid-1965. In 1966, he founded Magnum Marine. And in 1967, he won his first world championship driving two 27-foot boats. Got it. Since in 1969 he was not supposed to be building boats, according to his non-compete clause following the sale of Magnum Magna Marine, he built the first. He built his first cigarette boat under the name Carey with the help of Elson Carey's Miami Beach facility. After campaigning his boat, the cigarette around the world, uh, he won his second world championship in three years and third consecutive U.S. championship, while becoming only the second American in history to win the UIM Gold Medal of Honor. And eventually, he was able to formally open his new business. He started Cigarette Racing Team with his own designs in 1970. And then he sold that in 1982. He sold a lot of fucking companies. After that, he formed the USA Racing Team and built the Blue Thunders, uh, I guess, which are 39-foot catamarans used by the U.S. Customs Service to patrol the U.S. waters. A narc. Got it. Uh... He was close friends with Vice President George Bush, who was a former cigarette owner, and tested out a bunch of his catamarans prior to the government's approval. Approval. His boats won over 350 offshore races. He was a two-time world champion and three-time U.S. champion. And then he was murdered. His cigarette boats made them a popular choice among cocaine runners. In... 1987, he was murdered in his car at the end of uh, 188th Street in Miami, where his boat companies operated. He just left a meeting with part owner of Apache Powerboats, Bob Sicenti, or Sicenti, I don't know how fucking Italians say their names. Uh, Witnesses say that a powder blue Lincoln pulled up next to his car from the opposite direction. He rolled down his window, the driver opened fire. So, he just got um, hit and run. Or not hit and run. Uh, fuck, what's the term? Drive by. Hit and run is the term. So this dude just took an L, I guess. Yeah, no, this was a drive by, not a hit and run. Okay. Um, two men pleaded no contest to charges related to his killing. In 95, a career criminal named Bobby Young admitted to shooting him and pleaded no contest to second degree murder, providing a full confession in 09 before his death. Apparently. Come on. Yep, so. Sucks. Apparently, Ben Kramer, who was involved with that business deal, 
or business meeting, uh, also confessed to manslaughter in 96, saying he had a business dispute with Aronow after buying his racing team but was forced to sell it back after the Customs Service refused to do business with him. But he was already in prison on life sentence with no possibility of parole for drug smuggling and gun charges. Yes. As well as a conviction for a failed escape attempt by helicopter from a federal prison near Miami. <laughs> he tried. He tried to what? Make a helicopter escape from a federal prison. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. This story ba- uh, eventually led to a documentary film, Thunderman, the Don Aronow story. And the 2018 movie, Speed Kills, starring John Travolta. Wild. So yeah, he was married. Uh, he had his first wife, had three kids. His second wife was 24 years younger than him, but they had two kids. <laughs> All right. Is that all about your murder? Uh, yeah. Go Got ahead. it. All right. So, I'm talking about Abby Grasson. It's there's no Y, so it's not Grayson. So it's Grasson. Um, she has. So, I'm looking at murder. Murderpedia for this because I was informed that it, I should do this. I mean, you don't have to. It's just a good place to find shit. Yeah. So I'm talking about her. Um, she did commit homicide. Huh, huh. The show's yeah. homicide. The crime is homicide. <laughs> it was homicide. So. Are you sure she, she didn't commit homicide? She killed her kids. Oh. So. Fuck. No comment. That's all you need to finish what I'm saying. So, what happened officially was so she killed her two children, Sandra, who is four, and then Isaac, who is two. And uh, she has a history of mental illness and then tried to commit arson. So, basically. So, what? So, you just described arson, which is the opposite of water, and I think it's supposed to be water. She drowned her children. That's not an extreme sport. That's just a bath. I told you I wasn't on theme. I know I should never expect you to be on theme. But last time I checked, drowning is not a sport. It's just swimming, but real bad. Uh, I... In fact, I would say it's the opposite of swimming, because swimming is the absence of drowning. It has to do with water. Yes, okay, sure, it's on theme with the one-word synopsis. What about the fucking arc? <laughs> it's still going in the arc. I'm so disappointed with you, because there's, I can't afford to do anything about this, because I just want to get an episode out for once in my fucking life. I would say, I will tell you for sure that I did reject a bunch of surfers. I've got I'm gonna <laughs> fucking have a, have a stroke. Because they were just like, oh no, the surfer drowned because they got hit with a wave and I felt bad. Okay, but that's also not a murder or a crime. Yeah, so well, I guess it is a crime because the wave 
The ocean killed the man. Yeah, but I don't think you can sue the ocean. Or, like, someone's tried. I mean, you definitely can, but basically, this woman... Who's going to represent the ocean? Maybe the ocean man. Billy Joel. (laughs) Let me just talk about this. Billy Joel. God, I'm going to... Ocean man. Abby Grasson... Um, so what happened was she was accused of drowning her two young children, um, and, yeah, she pled not guilty to first-degree murder charges, alleging that she drowned her two children, and then afterwards, she put two aerosol cans in the microwave and lit her home on fire. I feel like there's, there's easier ways to light your home on fire. She was just, I don't know, she was super mentally un- it says mentally unfit and ill, and it was, like, a huge history thing. So, well, this is also about how the system has failed two children. Because, ah, okay. Yeah. So, it's a serious um, one. Yeah, so, Shit. basically, the firefighters found her two, her two-year-old and her three-year-old kid um, in the bathtub, unresponsive, presu- dead. And the three-year-old had apparently said, Mommy, I don't want to die today. So this woman still killed her daughter. So that fucking tells you what a what kind of lady she is. A cunt. She did. Yeah, she said she had a history of mental illness and wanted to send her small children to a better place away from her. And bro, adoption. Her attorney said, yeah, her attorney said that uh, her client is seriously mentally ill and in need of medication. Um, Grayson did grass and did uh, start the fire and then firefighters were called uh, yeah the mother was outside in the when the fire happened and the neighbor told rescue personnel there were still two children oh background noise <laughs> and Grayson was yeah basically this sucks and it this house was burnt down the kids did not survive um, there was apparently a history of neglect and the, from the children and there were reports of child abuse from, basically the system knew that these kids were not in good hands because of the history of mental mental illness that uh Grasson had and her sister uh Alma tried to get custody for like in 2003 so fuck so that should have happened but, then yeah that definitely should have and the neighbor said that the mother appeared to be a loving, caring, attentive, attentive mother, interactive. And the other day, she was outside and had a bucket of water and was splashing the kids. And then it they was were practice. Like, practice, I guess. Yeah, and they basically were like, "We didn't know that she was gonna do that." And yeah, basically. And then going more into some of the details that uh yeah freaking i the kid grayson grayson was like put the two aerosol cans in the microwave went upstairs and then uh held her kids down underwater until she believed they drowned and then she told authorities to check the progress of the fire and the cans had popped yeah and she wanted to send her kids to heaven her their aunt and her sister was like oh my god, I had reported this to CPS for a long time, and there was a lot of abuse and neglect allegations. 
So, yeah, that's what happened. Fun. It's very short because it's a serious one, so... This is going to be a fucking short-as-fuck episode. Jesus Christ. Alright. Yeah. I can talk about some surfers, too, and why surfing is a dangerous sport and no one should do it. I mean, I feel like we could just chat about water. Uh, I feel like that, too. I almost said chat about water sports, and I remembered what that means. (laughs) You know, that would have been on theme. You could have done one about that. It would have been more on theme than what you fucking did. I should have done one about piss. <laughs> do you think if somebody can... Do you think there's a death related to choking on piss? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't like that. I also really want to isolate the audio of you saying, I want to do one about piss in, like, a low voice. <laughs> or no, it was, I really should have done, done one about piss. That's the intro. I don't really... I haven't bothered with the cold open before, but I might this time. Who knows? Uh, we'll find out when I edit this in, like, three weeks. That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Do you know how to swim? Yeah. Have you... Have I what? Background noise. Have you... When you learned how to swim, were you excited about learning how to swim? Because you seem like the kind of kid who is not excited about learning how to swim. No, I was. I liked swimming. Uh, I used to. I don't anymore. For I, You know why, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I actually, like, took a bunch of swimming classes, and in the, the summer I would take, like, these two-week swimming camps, and then I had to quit halfway through both times I took them because I got swimmers here. Yeah. So... I was... Uh, I was actually a very talented swimmer as a kid, but I was always held back because, yeah. My lung capacity gave me issues with swimming because that was also back when I had asthma. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, like, I struggled with, like, the breathing parts. Oh, I love that. The best parts, you mean. The most important parts, one might say. When I was swimming, I was, like, super good at it, and I would try and, uh, pretend that i was drowning one of my swimming, you know. one of my swimming teachers what? taught us how to like taught us the like dead man floats where you just sort of like you just float on your stomach like you're dead yeah no we, we learned that too and it's fun i believe i believe that it's fun but yeah no one I ever fell for it from me yeah that's fair people just probably looked at you and like you can take care of yourself when i was like 10 you were probably tall. I was, but I was still, like, a child. Yeah, but, like, everybody looks at you and they're like, you're not baby, but you are baby. I'm an adult. You're still baby. Fuck you. No, I won't. Good. Moving on. How would you kill me? Related to water and extreme sports. Because I know you're going to take the piss away. I'll leave it alone. Um. <laughs> Both of you to assume I was going to do that. <laughs> you were going to. I think you're going to change now. That's what I'm expecting. No, I was thinking about jet skis. That, that was my first thought. I'd probably, like, take the fin off a surfboard and slit your throat. Because those fuckers are sharp. Those are, actually. I've been surfing before, and they hurt I have also been surfing before, then I cut my ankle on when I was like, fuck this. That's fair. I never got to stand up, but I did get to fall on my ass multiple times. I also didn't stand up. 
I mean, it's difficult. Any surfers out there, mad respect. And I also cut my fucking ankle with a fin. (laughs) This was also when I was, like, again, like, 11 or 12. (laughs) Oh, God. They didn't even give you a foam board? Uh, it was my cousin's Oh, so your cousin was, like, fucking die. She's younger than me, so so no. Um... Oh, yeah, that, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm the second I, oldest cousin in my family. I was thinking that you surfed in San Fran, because that's where I went surfing. No, I time. went surfing in Florida. Yeah, that makes, got it. That makes more sense than San Francisco. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought um, you thought it was a fucking surfboard. That's super violent. Don't yeah. So we would be, so I'm going to set you, the scene for you. We would be on a boat in the ocean. Um, presumably, it's a pretty cloudy day because I would have just convinced you by saying, like, don't you want to be on a fucking boat? And you would have been like, fuck, yeah, sure, whatever. And, it wouldn't be hard to get me on a boat, I'm going to say. I Yeah, I know. Fuck you. I think, listen, I will not take constructive criticism because I'm right. What about destructive criticism? Um... <laughs> Your delivery on jokes could be better. <laughs> Was that constructive or destructive? I don't know. Was it destructive enough? Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. Um, I would stick your head in the part of the engine that with the propellers, and I'd be like, "Oh, B, you gotta look at that." And then I would stick your head in, and then you would your face would get whacked off and you'd either die of blood loss or you'd die because your fucking face would be gone. Nice. Thank you. And it'd be like super gory and horror movie-esque and I would have been like, and I would be able to scream and like, be like, oh my god, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't... I just... Oh. Yeah. It'd be played off as an accident. I don't... Yes? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Exciting. Whack. Anyways. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter, at HomiesidePod. And be sure to check us out on Pinecast and anywhere else where you can find your cool podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Goggle. We're on iTunes. And a bunch and, of other stuff. Yeah. We're basically on everywhere uh, that I can think of, except for, like, basically anywhere that doesn't just automatically pick up RSS feeds, we're on. Yep. And also, be sure to send us some validation and acknowledgement. Or send Ash some validation and acknowledgement, because she deserves it. Thanks for coming. Don't drown. Yeet. Mm-hmm.